1: And this is Leah, co-founder of BakeSmart. Our canicals are the first edible safety designs for cannabis-infused foods. Anyone from your child to your grandmother will understand when a food is medicated as long as it's marked with our edible green crosses.
0: Hi Leah,
1: how are you today? I am great. I just got back from camping. And so I'm a little bit raspy because I, I must have inhaled way too much smoke. Yeah. Both, you know, yeah. my favorite and the fire. Because I love <laughs> I love fire. I love to do the fire. I have to be in charge of the fire. Thank God my boyfriend doesn't care about that. So I obviously inhaled too much. Anyway, that yeah. was my thing. How was your weekend? Um, you know, it was uneventful, but fun.
0: It's like- <laughs> Well, you're pregnant. (laughs) Everything's eventful. Yeah, yeah, that's it's getting down
1: to the wire. So you know, that's a big thing.
2: It is. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I I love it when pregnant moms are like that. Oh, nothing. Really, really. That's not what I remember. Yeah, I remember a lot of something. (laughs) Yeah,
0: there's a lot of something. That's for sure. um so <laughs>
1: so what you got
0: well, for your favorite talk about you know getaways and whatnot I wish I could be just getting away all over the place this summer but what it is what it is um so my favorite discovery which I discovered a long time ago and then I kind of didn't forget about it but i was re-reminded uh that's not a word i was reminded (laughs) sure it is (laughs) um about it from one of our past guests maggie wilson the stone housewife who's amazing and i love her
1: oh we love maggie yeah
0: she's just so incredible um and she's been on a couple times but anyway she is uh partnering i think she spoke about it in our parenting episode a bit um with ganja goddess getaway Which is that's right. I mean, talk about women supporting women in the industry. This is a really awesome um, situation, (laughs) (laughs) for lack of a better word. Um, So they they do monthly get-togethers. They have um, a camp, a girls' camp, Uh, and unfortunately, even if I wanted to go, I couldn't right now because it's in most of them are in California. There's one in Colorado that that Maggie is, um, I think she's co-hosting it, or I'm hosting it. I'm not sure how they are going to word that. But if you go on GanjaGoddessGetaway.com, um, you can see that they have several different things. They have like a couples getaway. They have um, like monthly uh, like dances or something like that. Like they have all these really awesome opportunities how fun yeah just to connect and, and support each other and there's they have a, a thing on their website it says our five high standards and it's self-love inclusive inclusivity inclusivity is that have how... <laughs> did i <laughs> pronounce that correctly inclusivity, inclusivity yes yeah. i think so yes. empathy it sure. sounds good enough right empathy mindfulness and good fun which are all things that i'm all about so um I definitely recommend checking checking it out and becoming a member. They have a girls' camp. Um, there's ways that you can volunteer. And they have a gala, I think, like every, every month. Or maybe that's not every month. Let me just double check before I speak out of turn here. Um, but they have galas, which are, like, themed. And they look like a lot of fun. Nice.
1: Yeah, okay. And so- these are all over the place? These are all over the The gala are in
0: california they're in certain parts of california Mm -hmm. and it's not monthly it's it seems like it's a couple times a year they have like a prom with weed it says here is one of them Um, oh that'd be fun yeah and so it's a really cool thing so it's not just for women it's you know you can bring um men if if that's who you're coupled with uh, for some of their couple events but uh there's a lot of different options and think that it's really cool that this exists and it's been out there for some time it's gaining a lot of momentum so check it out well that's a
1: nice thing to do if you're in an illegal state and you're looking to do something fun connect with other women um, connecting the cannabis space it sounds like that would be a fun destination event
0: absolutely i've been wanting to go to this for a very long time but you know something got in the way of that so <laughs> something happens <laughs> maybe next year <laughs> maybe you can babysit for well, me and then i can go
1: <laughs> of course i can i will be your nanny you you don't want me as a nanny but i'll i'll okay. try <laughs> You can't break babies. Oh, not really? really. <laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs> so my favorite thing kind of goes with our theme. Um, my favorite thing is Dr. Uh, Robert Silver is a vet. Um, he's a retired vet out of Colorado. And he has written a book, Medical Marijuana and Your Pet. And um, the, what drew me to this is there's another doctor that we'll talk about more, Dr. Gary Reichter who also um is a vet who administers or who subs- prescribes um CBD and THC for pets and he um loves Dr. Silver and supports him and uh, always mentions him. And so I was drawn to this and I found uh, his guide. He has, actually what's really great is he has um, some free excerpts from the book that you can download and you just go to wellpetdispensary.com, go to the book section. You can see all the different downloads for Dr. Um, Silver's books. And so he has um, his medical marijuana with the free excerpts and then you could also get a soft Cover edition or a Kindle i iBook um, other kind of downloadable PDF formats. It is a little bit expensive. It's uh, I think the Softbound was forty two dollars and. The downloadables were about 22, but it's the only book out there that I can find that really covers all things cannabis and pets. And with cannabis, as we all know, you do need some guidance, especially if you're in an illegal state, you don't feel comfortable talking to your vet. And we're going to talk more about that in our episode, but this is a great start. And I don't advise that this is all you use. I think it's really important to use some of the resources we're going to be mentioning in our episode, but to get a start on it and just hear generally why CBD and THC are beneficial for pets, I think it's a fantastic start. And it's Dr. Robert Silver and his book is called again "Medical Marijuana and Your Pet." And you can either download the free excerpts or you can buy it. And you can go to Well Pet Dispensary for those copies. I think he's also on Amazon for the for those other editions oh, cool. too.
0: Yeah, I've so, check that out. Um, and we have some really great interviews uh, in regards to what we're talking about today before we get started.
1: Yeah, I'm excited because you have uh, Juliana from Andy Dolores, who does treatables. And I have just been following her for years and love her and love what she's doing. And I love that she's dedicating so much to her treatables. And I think that she even donates back on her on the sales mm-hmm. of her treatables. She works with um, a lot of... So she's, a, okay. she's a really... I didn't mean to cut you off.
0: She works oh, no, in a lot of different rescues, and and she has a villa, a villa lobus project, which we talked about a little bit in the interview, um, which is connected to a rescue for pit bulls, I believe. Um,
1: yeah, she's very famous. She's actually on um, the the villa is it Villa Rosa Villa. She does uh, she does prisoners and pets, and so she gives a lot of guys who are on parole oh, jobs, right. parolees and pits or something and she gives um the prolees jobs um to help with the pit bulls and she's actually really helped the face of pit bulls a lot um she's been on tv on the i think the animal channel and maybe um national geographic channel mm-hmm. her show is on but yeah um it's really great to hear that annie dolores is donating to them because they're a great organization she does a lot for pitbulls but also for people who have been incarcerated giving them a second chance which which i also think is great yeah that's
0: amazing on so. all accounts because um yes that's a, i love everything about it but especially because pitbulls have such a a bad that's reputation that is undeserved you know i mean in my opinion, oh I, definitely I think they're such amazing animals and they can be like the most loyal incredible dogs you know
1: definitely and that's like that leads us to to one of the benefits of using cbd well we say cannabis but let's just talk about cbd for a minute one of the benefits is anxiety, and I know that pit bulls have anxiety because the whole thing is I need to protect my person, mm-hmm. and they're anxious, and a lot of times they're scared and they're fearful. Mm-hmm. This is a great thing to use. Um, CBD is great for that. Um, and there's many other benefits yeah. that we can talk about. I don't know if you wanted to start. Oh, do I? <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, yeah, well, you know me. I could talk for days about pets, and you're going to have to rein me in on this episode, you know. So I thought maybe I'll just I talk, I'll I'll let you say. As
0: well, it's what ridiculous. what the benefits um, are. <laughs> but <laughs> um, so I mean cannabis and well, we're talking about c b d specifically but um it's it can provide additional relief from pain, muscle spasm, nausea, loss of appetite um and it's it's very important, especially mm-hmm. with like older animals you know that have arthritis. I've heard so many stories about uh even my mother in law she used it on her dog who has arthritis in his hip and it it's helped him a lot
1: um It's really beneficial for arthritis c b d is um really beneficial yes. it's i mean they all say that all the vets say that it's like they can't deny on on dogs who are arthritic um c b d is wonderful oh, yeah. and
0: even not dogs. I heard a recent story yesterday my friend she works with um this pig rescue. And it's like a pig rescue farm, and they were using CBDs on CBD on the pigs, and it was making them more sociable, they were having better appetites, it was just helping them all the way around, but... Unfortunately, they can't afford it on a regular basis. So I don't know if anyone out there wants to help a pig rescue, (laughs) be in touch. (laughs) You know,
1: pig rescues, there's not that many pig rescues. Um, I know that the rescues that I work with for my nonprofit, they uh, don't take on pigs because it's very hard to euthanize a pig. And so um, pig rescues are few and far between. They were saying, well, at least maybe in the UK and in California um, from the limited you know, rescues that I've talked mm-hmm. to, that's what they always say, why they don't take on pigs, um, the the wild animal ones because – or the domestic ones because of that, that it's just really hard to euthanize humanely right. a right. pig. Um, there's lots of ways to, you know, put a, a pig down, but yeah. – yeah, so th- I think that's wonderful. I mean, it's, it, I think it's also great for some of these companies. You know, if you have a rescue, you know, a rescue, reach out to these companies and tell them. Um, companies are always looking for ways to give back. And I think that's so wonderful that Juliana with Auntie Dolores gives back. I mean, it's just, it just also just tells you what a great person she is. She really right. is an amazing person doing amazing things for animals. We all need this for our animals. Um, the, just, animals, just like humans, we want to switch cannabis for relief from many right, ailments. And cancer
0: is one of them which i didn't mention and i have another story about that but um i think i might have said it during the interview with uh <laughs> with juliana but my mother-in-law um she has a cat who has cancer and we started giving her cbd and her appetite improved i mean she wasn't even coming out of her room or moving from her spot and then all of a sudden she started eating again and she came out and started socializing with the other cats. I mean, it's like night and day, you know, I try to refrain from saying miracle because <laughs> I know people.
1: Right. About it, but-, but it is, it's huge. And you'll notice right away with dogs. Um, you know, it's not like it's, it was, well, okay. I take that back. You can't notice right away unless you do the right dose. And that's why we do recommend you talk to your vet if they are, in this and most on, or you do your research. There's two vets that are out there. Dr. Robert Silver, who wrote the book that was my, in my favorite things. And Dr. Gary Richter, who is out of Oakland. Um, Dr. Silver is out of Colorado, but both of them have a lot of information. If you just Google their names about dosing, um, because it's really important, just like with people, you start low, go slow, but when your dog, when you find you've reached that dose, you don't have to worry that they're going to get, um, a tolerance to it just like with mm-hmm. people they're not going to get a tolerance it's going to be that dose and really a low dose is better and you'll see huge huge benefits from it i mean like you said arthritis is big cancer like not being able to eat just like depression. with people cannabis it can help with my dog mm-hmm. depression
0: moved and he was feeling a little funky you know he um it it definitely helped improve his mood. And then my cats, I I put a very tiny little bit because I have small animals. Mine are all under seven pounds, um, even the dog. So
1: I start very, very low. Um. Well, they say the a good guideline is half a milligram per pound. So if your cat is five pounds, that would only be 2.5 milligrams. And to start, I would even start with half of that, like just one Mm -hmm. milligram
0: and i dilute well i diluted it in water to begin with because i yeah
1: Yeah, i thought that was interesting you put it in their water i'd never heard of that yeah it
0: seemed to still work so i don't know i'm
1: well yeah and then they're getting it i mean animals Mm self-select and they dose better than humans do they know more intuitively what they need so it's actually a good thing then they can self-select if they want that cbd or not i mean we feel like oh we've got to show it to them or give it to them and sometimes they'll just select it themselves um, my dogs loved it so much. We have an older dog and we give it to him for his arthritis and just, he just gets yeah. stiff and I, we could tell he's just not right. And I'll say, you want your CBD? And he loves it. He jumps around when he okay. hears CBD and we know it makes him feel better because it's like this cause and effect. Oh, mommy says CBD a little while later. I don't, I feel, you know, young. And he is nine years old it is a lab. Um, but he's so active and we know it's thanks to the CBD
0: yeah and so the second takeaway that we were talking that we just covered
1: well before we get to that though I do want to go back and just say really quickly because we didn't really cover THC and so the things that Dr. Silver and Dr. Richter both agree on and and other vets too is if your dog is high so let's say you're using THC which we I mean I don't recommend that. I recommend you do a lot of research and you talk with a consultant, but if you're using THC, that if your dog is high, you've used too much, your dog should not be getting high. And then we'll talk about that more in the last takeaway, but just Using THC, make sure you're doing a lot of research. It is really beneficial for cancer. When I went to Scotland, I visited these two shelters, and um, they both had been using CBD-THC blend, a one-to-one, on their animals. And they used it topically on these two pit bulls. One had a tumor on her side, and one had a tumor on his toe, and nothing was Mm -hmm. taking it away. And the one that had the tumor on the toe, that dog, uh, they felt was gonna have to lose his foot um, in order to save his life. And people were freaking out. So they started using it topically. And I think the one with the um, the toe tumor also took it um, orally, but at a very low dose, because again, you know, high doses of THC can get you high very easily. And again, um, for CBD, I know it's half a milligram per pound, but I don't know, I wouldn't dare to guess about THC. But at any rate, the tumor on the side was gone within two weeks. The tumor mm-hmm. on the toe was gone within one week. So there are situations where THC, um, they call yes. it, what is it, it? The entourage effect.
0: Yes. And we talk about that, um, with Kate Scott, who's our other guest on this episode, um, from vet CBD. She's a, a veterinary technician and she talks about how the entourage effects. Actually, Juliana talks about the entourage effect. I'm sorry. Um, Kate talks
1: about the very low dosages of THC and why you see because her product has a little bit. That's why we can't get it here in Oregon. She's in California. Because right. It's of like that.
0: 20, the ratio is 20 to one CBD THC, mm-hmm. um, and she does, she goes into the benefits of THC and why it is needed. And like, obviously she's a professional in this industry, a healthcare professional in the veterinary world. So she knows what she speaks, you know?
1: So yeah. And yeah. And she works, she works with Dr. Shu, who Dr. Shu is also, um, you're going to find him quoted a lot in a lot of, um, articles about pets and, and THC and CBD. And they actually have a hotline that you can call. So it's pet CBD, um, and get information if you want to learn more about it but yeah I'm really excited to have Kate on there Mm -hmm. to talk more about that Mm
0: -hmm. yeah because I didn't even think honestly I didn't I didn't think you could use it at all with animals to so right THC right uh, very informative to me uh right THC so um I think it's very interesting there's obviously a lot still to learn and that would go to the next thing that we're going to talk about which is just which we already sort of covered but I didn't know that there was a holistic vet. I didn't even know you could find a holistic vet until.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so t- the next takeaway is just talking to your vet about cannabis. But as we know, I mean, there are very few states that are open mm-hmm to cannabis and pets. And even me coming from California where cannabis was, you know, still talked about. And I think even, even here in Oregon, it's very hard to find a vet that will be open to cannabis, be it CBD or THC, um, because they don't know a lot about it. And just like regular doctors, they would rather err on the side of caution Mm -hmm. and say, don't use it at all. Um, so there is the American holistic veteran medical association. And so it's AHVMA. and I think their website is AHVMA.org. Yes. And that is a website where you can try and find a holistic veterinarian in your area. And a holistic vet is going to be more open about acupuncture, more open about essential oils, uh, homeopathy and cannabis possibly. And that's only possibly because again, you know, vets are slowly coming on board just like doctors, like human doctors, but it is taking some time. So that's a great resource because anytime you're going to be administering cannabis, CBD or THC and, or um you really want to make sure you talk to your vet and i don't know i mean is your vet open to this
0: i don't i Diana? don't have a vet at the moment I mean, but
1: you're in maryland yeah <laughs> uh, okay.
0: i mean i i do have i don't have an official one but it it seems like the one that i mm-hmm. take my dog i've taken my dog to since i've been back to maryland is pretty open to whatever works kind of a thing but um I can't go on record saying that they're totally open with it yet. You know, I need to find someone. Like I said, I didn't know you could find a holistic vet. So now I'm way more interested in that because I'd much rather have my my animals treated that way, if possible. So,
1: And it used to be the holistic vets were a lot more expensive than the regular vets. But I think that is changing. And now they're very um, comfortable. And you're going to find there's more than likely a holistic vet in your area Um, And and again, that doesn't mean that they're going to be open to cannabis, but it means that they're more likely to be open to cannabis treatment. Mm -hmm. Um, And then hopefully that they'll, you know, be able to consult with one of these other doctors. Cause that's something else I would recommend is if your vet is open to cannabis, but they're like, look, I'm open to it, but I don't know anything about it. That's where it's good to know about Dr. Robert Silver, Dr. Gary Richter, and anyone else that you could find out who is reputable, who's using cannabis effectively, because vets are more likely to talk to each other about these things than like, have you share what, you know, you read about mm-hmm. a vet or something like that. Um, that's what I would do, and and I know that these vets are like Doctor Shu is another one. Um, when I talked to him, I was I called him, mm-hmm. you know, the pet CBD doctor, and had some questions about vet, his product. Vet. He said, "Look, you know it's what? If your vet, right. pardon,
0: I know I said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sorry, vet, C,
1: not pets, vet CBD." Yeah. <laughs> um. I want it to be pet CBD. Um, so anyway, so right. he said, you know, Hey, look, if your doctor has questions, have them call us. So that made me feel really good, you know, just be open and then have have the information for your vet, you know, Hey, I've heard, these are two doctors that know all about this. Maybe you could call one of them and, and let's get my animal some therapy because it could be used not only for dogs or cats, but for horses. I know, I don't know about THC. I've never heard about THC with horses, um, but I have heard about CBD therapy with horses and it's very effective. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, there's a it's a whole new world, just like it is with people
0: nearby me. I just realized. Awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah so i mean that's it's a great resource and i really encourage people to use it um you know why not you have nothing to lose especially if you're in a crisis and you really want to use something that's non narcotic for your animal um it's reach out mm-hmm. to the ahvma
0: absolutely um and so the third thing that we're going to talk about which um i'll let you lead this conversation a little bit more but
1: yeah, I'm going to open with a very horrible story about this. So, our third takeaway is what to do when your pet ingests cannabis. So, uh, how many years ago was this? This was probably six years ago, and I had a Sharpe. He weighed about 55, 60 pounds, and he, um, my son, had brought home a marijuana brownie, and it was probably like 100 milligrams. So, My son Cody had eaten half, but he laid it down on the floor, like, you know, whatever. And I come in the living room and I'm like picking up and I see this wrapper on the floor And it's like, oh, what's this wrapper for? And he's like, oh my God, (laughs) the dog ate the brownie. And I'm just freaking out going, how big was the brownie? Of course, Mm -hmm. at this point, he's really high, my son. And he can't remember how big the brownie was. And Bruce though, the Sharpe is not showing any signs. So I take Bruce into the bathtub and I don't, I mean, you need guidance on doing this. I know how to do this properly, but when you give the proper amount of hydrogen peroxide and give it to your dog down his throat, Mm -hmm they'll usually throw up and they usually throw up really quickly. Uh. Bruce would not throw up. So I gave him a second dose. He wouldn't throw up. So then I'm like, okay, he's got to go to the vet. So I take him to the vet and I'm driving. I'm thinking, what am I going to tell my vet? Mm -hmm. This is long before legalization, right? I'm just like, shit. Um, Okay, well. So I get there and I said, hey, my dog ingested a Mm -hmm. brownie. Can we help him throw up? And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, it's so dangerous. It's chocolate. So they take him back. They give him two charcoal shots. And charcoal shots, Mm -hmm. one charcoal shot should make you throw up. But Bruce... (laughs) was an ass and he wouldn't throw up. So they gave him another one. He still wouldn't throw up. So they said, look, we're really sorry, but you're going to have to take him home. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So we're standing in the lobby and I'm writing, Mm -hmm. this is back when you, when I wrote checks, (laughs) I'm writing my check and Bruce, he's got all four to the floor, like his front paws, his back paws, he's sitting on his butt and his whole body starts leaning going towards the floor. I mean, he was leaning over his feet were, were like glued to the floor, but his body was like six inches off the ground. And I'm like, Oh my God. So I said, I'm sorry. I need to talk to the doctor again doctor comes out. I said, okay, I have to be honest. He ate a marijuana brownie and she just started laughing. She's a, okay, come in the back. So we're walking towards the back. Bruce's back legs are crossing. He can barely make it to this cage. He gets in the cage and I lay down with him and he just vomits all, I mean, it just reeked of weed. So it was, it was very, I mean, we were very lucky because one of Lots of different things didn't happen. Had we been in a really like Mississippi, right. I think that the, they would have called the police on us. So that was really scary. So it's scary to go to your vet, but we were lucky. And I think that the best thing for you to do is you've got to call your vet. I mean, my son kept call. He thought my son thought he was going to the, to jail. He kept calling me when we were at the vet going, <laughs> the police are coming, aren't they? The police are going to get me for dog, oh. dog endangerment, abusing a dog. But luckily, no. And it is a really scary thing. And I just always recommend that you call your vet. If you don't think your vet is open to this, if you're in a Mississippi state or something like that, there is a um, Mm -hmm. a pet hotline that you can call. I'm going to look it up. Pet Poison Hotline is what it's called. And it's called PetPoisonHotline.com. And you could go there and talk to them about ingesting. And ingesting cannabis is just like ingesting chocolate. It's, you know, well, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that because chocolate could kill you. Ingesting cannabis is like, what would it be like ingesting, Diana? Like, what could you ingest? It's not going to kill you as a dog, but you got to get it out. I don't know. Onions,
0: aren't they like very? Yeah, yeah,
1: but onions I think are toxic too. So it's it's just like any toxic thing, although marijuana, I'll, in large doses – Um, dr richter's in one of the interviews that he's given um that's online he was talking about how a dog actually died um they had to to put it down as dying from marijuana but what the dog died from was by the time the people brought the dog to the vet the dog had already thrown up on its own and he um what is it asphyxiated Uh, um He choked on his own vomit and died. So they had to say that it was because the marijuana, but Dr. Richter said it wasn't marijuana. It was, you know, the effects of what happens when a dog suffers from toxic toxicity. That's horrible. It is horrible. And I didn't know this, but you dogs, if they eat just the weed Mm -hmm. can get high from that. So if your dog gets into your stash, you, you know, I mean, we have to burn it right. In order to get high animals, when it's cured they can eat it and get high. So you have to be really careful. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. I don't even know what I would do if I, uh, that would kill me.
1: Well, you have a little teeny tiny dog, so it's a lot scarier when they ingest something. I'm obsessed with my animals though. Like unhealthy. <laughs> an
0: unhealthy amount of
1: obsession
0: is involved with my animals, so um I would die myself. Like I don't know what I would do. I just couldn't even like Oh, I'd have a heart attack. I would just,
1: <laughs> I would just
0: freak out. Well,
1: that's, I mean, that's, I think that that's like all animal lovers, right? And I that's why so. you really have to, <laughs> you have to look for guidance because we all love our animals. We want to do what's right. And we're really gung ho on to use CBD and THC, but there are guidelines yeah. and you really have to educate yourself, like everything in this business. I mean, it's so funny because I crack up when I see these um, conferences where they're like, Oh, you know, this is how to do this. This is how to do this with cannabis. This is what, you know, this means in cannabis. And it's like, you know what, we're just newbies. Everything's new. So I always do lots and lots of research and talk to people who have been there before you, you know, like these doctors, um, get the books about it, you know, even I was reading dogs naturally was like trying to say that cannabis was beneficial, but they said in their dosaging, only give your dog half a dropper instead of full dropper, which was really bad advice because it different milligrams, right? I mean, my half a dropper is for my dogs is like 12 milligrams. Your half a dropper for your dog is like five milligrams, Mm -hmm. isn't it?
0: Absolutely. I don't even give them, so, like, I would give half of half of that, you know, just to start off.
1: So, right. You have to be right. careful with everything. Right. So, I guess, in you want to close it up, Diana, and yeah, give our sure. takeaways? Uh, and... So, just
0: to recap here, uh, we talked about why cannabis can be beneficial for pets. Um, and we talked about talking to your vet about this situation and looking up holistic vets, seeing if they're more susceptible to the, the suggestion and also what to do when your pet ingest cannabis um accidentally and maybe possibly overdoses so yeah i think we covered some good things here
1: but um yeah that's a scary thing you don't want your animals to od on it just take them to the vat just yeah get them to throw up. If you can't get them to throw up on your own, you got to take them to their vet and even getting them to throw up on their own. If you're, if you don't know what you're doing and make sure their airways are clear, it's, it's yes. really risky. And
0: if any, any animal um, lovers out there know of places that want to help rescues reach out to us because we're always looking for those connections. Um, you know, aside from who we have on the episode today, but I'm saying, you know, the more the merrier, because I, I am so passionate about animals as are you, that's like your life work. I oh, just definitely. think that, you know, the more access we have, uh, across the board, humans and animals, you know, it's beneficial for everyone.
1: Well, we can learn so much from animals and, um, yeah, it's, it's, I don't even know what I lost my whole train of thought. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: I just... I I agree with whatever you just said.
0: That's, that's, I love <laughs> to hear that. Let's see. Right? I need to hear that more often. <laughs> All right. So I think we've talked enough about it for now, but I think we're both open to doing another pet episode. And uh, thank you for listening. And until next time, take the high road if you can. Or good day. <laughs> Bye. This episode is brought to you today by Dr. Michelle Ross. Author of Vitamin Weed, A Four-Step Plan to Prevent and Reverse Endocannabinoid Deficiency. Check out Vitamin Weed on Amazon.com or DrMichelleRoss.com. Vitamin Weed talks about a groundbreaking plan to prevent and reverse endocannabinoid deficiency that changes the way we use medical marijuana. Cannabis isn't just for sick people. You have an endocannabinoid system and it's running on empty. Just like a vitamin D deficiency can be restored by taking vitamin D pills, an endocannabinoid deficiency can be treated by using cannabis. Learn more by reading the rest of this book, Vitamin Weed, A Four-Step Plan to Prevent and Reverse Endocannabinoid Deficiency by Dr. Michelle Ross, available on Amazon.com or DrMichelleRoss.com. That's D-R-M-I-C-H-E-L-E-R-O-S-S.com. Our first guest is Kate Scott. Kate Scott is the Chief Operating Officer at Vet C B D. She earned a Bachelor's of Science in Veterinary Medical Technology from Wilson University and is a registered veterinary technician. She has an extensive background in veterinary medicine and is dedicated to the well-being of animals and helping them and their owners access the most effective and responsible therapies available. So Kate, what inspired the creation of Vet C B D?
2: That's a great question. So as veterinary healthcare professionals, uh, it is really our responsibility to provide the best care to our patients and to advocate them, advocate for them, since, of course, they cannot advocate for themselves. All animals, including people, have an endocannabinoid endocannabinoid system, and we know through multiple scientific studies that cannabis interacts with the body's endocannabinoid system in a variety of ways that are therapeutically beneficial.
0: Right.
2: And I guess I should mention that Mm -hmm. um, I myself am a veterinary nurse Mm -hmm. and have been an emergency and critical care veterinary medicine for approximately 15 years.
0: Wow. Um, So then you can speak to the next question. What challenges do you, veterinarians and healthcare professionals like you face when discussing the use of cannabis for animals?
2: So uh, in California at this time, veterinarians are actually prohibited from discussing cannabinoid therapy with their clients, mm-hmm. let alone recommending or prescribing cannabis. Wow. We're currently working with lobbyists in Sacramento to help pass a bill. AB 2215, mm-hmm. which will actually change this and will, you know, remove that, that law that, says that veterinarians can't discuss with their clients mm-hmm. because it, it really is so important that people can come to their pet healthcare provider with questions regarding cannabinoid therapy. And it's equally important that veterinarians and veterinary nurses are well-educated about cannabis and how it can benefit their patients.
0: Absolutely, and is this do you think specific to uh, California, or um, does it seem to be more of a nationwide issue?
2: Uh, I I think it's a nationwide issue. I mean, Mm -hmm. of, of course, you know, nationwide there are no veterinarians in any state that are allowed to recommend or prescribe cannabis. As far as you know, the actual prohibition from even discussing it with their clients. I'm not sure what other states
0: are doing Uh-oh, about it, power. right, right, yeah, I'm sorry, I just slid that in there, I just wanted to see if you had, you know, heard anything from yeah, other. Exactly. Um. Yeah. so, so how do you feel about the controversy surrounding animals consuming THC, because I know there's been a lot of talk about that recently.
2: Absolutely. When you're talking about cannabinoid therapy with pets, proper formulation and dosing are crucial for safe and effective use. Mm-hmm. animals are more sensitive to THC than people are, but that doesn't mean that they can't benefit from it. Mm -hmm. Improperly dosed, too high of a THC content can cause negative reactions in animals, which is exactly why proper formulation and dosing are crucial.
0: Right. And I know vet CBD's products are very, very low dose, right? Like the, the balance of CBD to THC.
2: Exactly. Yeah. That CBD is a 20 to one ratio of CBD to THC.
0: That's awesome. Um, and what ways can CBD per, um, improve an animal's well-being?
2: So like I mentioned, all vertebrate animals have an endocannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. Um, can I briefly describe the endocannabinoid system? Sh- yeah, absolutely. And, <laughs> and sure. Awesome. <laughs> so... The body's endocannabinoid system is a system of receptors and endocannabinoids, which are the naturally occurring cannabinoids that our bodies produce, which plays a crucial role in maintaining the health of an animal, such as mood, memory, metabolism, pain, appetite, inflammation, bone density, and more. Mm -hmm. These receptors interact with the active molecules found in cannabis which are the cannabinoids, and the receptors that interact with these cannabinoids are located throughout the body. So you can find them in the brain, the central nervous system, the immune system, the skin, the bones, the organs, pretty much everywhere in the body. So this is why animals can benefit from the cannabis plant. When properly and responsibly formulated, cannabis has been shown to help relieve pain, anxiety, inflammation, nausea, seizures. Cannabis also has neuroprotective and antioxidant properties, which are beneficial for neurodegenerative diseases head trauma and central nervous system injuries.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> I I can't wait for the day where I can use these on my, on my animals because I, I just, I'm so amazed by all of it. Uh, I mean, I use CBD without the THC on mine and, the the change is I mean it's unexplainable just it's so Mm -hmm. it's it's just like night and day um so anyway (laughs) sorry I'll go on all day about my animals but yeah no I love I
2: love about people's pets. Right. What animals do
0: you have? I have uh two cats and a dog and so yeah. (laughs) I wish I had lots more, but yeah. It helps them with social like anxiety and um a lot of things, I think. But anyway, so in that vein, how do uh pet owners typically react to the vet CBD product line? Have there been any testimonials that truly surprise you?
2: The very best part of my job is take the time to share their story, their, their pet story with us. I've been lucky enough to hear thousands of amazing stories mm-hmm. of people whose pet lives have been improved by that CBD. And every single one of them makes my heart smile. I, I, I can't get enough of it. It's just the amazing stories of people's pets who, you know, had uncontrollable seizures that are now, you know, being well managed, mm-hmm. you know, end of life care with pets. Who, you know, lost their appetite. You know, who are suddenly like you mentioned your mom, your mom's rescue cat who uh-huh. has cancer and is eating well. You know, the quality of life is so incredibly important, and you want to spend you know those last days or weeks with your pet, and you want your pet, their, your pet to be feeling the very best that they can be feeling. Uh-huh. Especially
0: yeah. when they can't, they That's can't verbalize bad. how they feel. You know, it's even more difficult. I think.
2: Exactly, exactly. But you know, you know, when your pet isn't eating, that's pretty, that's a pretty good indicator that something, you know, isn't right. Mm-hmm. And if your pet is able to regain their appetite, that can really make a huge difference in, in their overall, you know, demeanor and, and how they're doing their overall well being as well, because, you know, a lack of appetite really affects so many different things.
0: Absolutely. Um, what advice do you have for pet owners who are skeptical about using cannabis to treat their animals?
2: Cannabinoid therapy is safe and effective when it's responsibly made and dosed. So I would say do your homework. Mm -hmm. Contact the manufacturers of the product that you plan to give your fur baby. Mm -hmm. Pet products should be made ideally by veterinary professionals because we know and understand your pet's needs the best. Absolutely. I would make sure that the product is tested not only for cannabinoid content, but also for pesticides, heavy metals, residual solvents, and microorganisms.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Cannabis is not a magic cure-all. It can, however, vastly improve our pets' health and the quality of their lives.
0: Yes. Um, do you have a specific call to action or anything to promote? I know that your the vet CBD has a lot going on right now, so.
2: If you're in California, I would say please support AB 2215. Mm-hmm. We're working really hard to get this bill passed. It would it, it would be a great step forward, uh, you know, in moving cannabis into the veterinary world. If you feel comfortable, speak with your pet veterinarian about cannabis. If you currently give your pet cannabis, educate your friends and your family about how it's helping your pet. Because the more that people learn about how cannabis can therapeutically and safely help animals and people really, the less stigma will surround the plant. And that just paves the way to further acceptance and progress.
0: Absolutely. And what where can people find vet C B D products and, and what's going on with your company?
2: Currently, uh vet C B D is available in California Medical Cannabis Dispensary. I'm sorry medical and adult use cannabis for mm-hmm. throughout the state of California. Uh, we definitely recognize that pets across the nation and internationally can benefit from our products because it's not just, not just pets in California, right? It's pets yeah. everywhere. And Absolutely. I speak to pet owners every day in other states and other countries who you know are really looking for a responsibly made CBD product to help their pet. So I just wanted to let everyone know that we are aware of that. And we are planning on releasing a full flower, hemp CBD line later this year that will be available to, to every
0: pet owner. That's awesome. I can't wait for that. Because <laughs> I'm definitely looking for a new brand to use on my animals. So that would be really cool um so
2: wonderful yeah
0: thank you so much for taking your time with us today kate and and you're, you're always welcome back to talk about any new developments um i really appreciate your expertise and what you're doing it's incredible of
2: course thank you so much diana and thank you for having me on your show i really look forward to hearing
1: this awesome so i'd like to welcome our guest entrepreneur innovator visionary expert Juliana Carella, CEO and founder of Treatables is our special guest today. Developing phytocannabinoid-infused products for dogs, cats, horses, and other critters was born from her first company, Annie Dolores, which in 2008 began creating delicious, healthy, and effective edibles for people. Customers of the company began asking Juliana about providing products for their pets who were suffering from many of the same conditions as they were. She worked tirelessly to create the treatables line of safe, high-quality, consistent, and effective medicinal-grade full hemp extract-derived nutraceuticals. So Juliana, it's such a pleasure to have you. I mean, your bio doesn't even do justice to all the amazing work you are doing. So happy to have you as a guest. Thank you. It's very nice. Um, so, so I followed you with Annie Dolores, and and then you came out with this line of dog treats, which I thought was amazing. That was your line, treatables. What inspired you for that creation of treatables?
3: You know, it um, it sort of unfolded pretty organically, as you had mentioned, you know, we've got patients that were using our product for years, and they started to ask if they could use our THC products for their animals, and, you know, back in 2010, when we were just becoming familiar with CBD, um, and that was a couple years of, you know, being in, in the industry already, it was just time to start looking at developing products for humans and animals with cbd so that was a big shift for us um and then you know developing the products for the animals that were you know belong to basically the patients that were using our product it just was an easy um, product line to introduce because these people were really hungry to get their hands on something to give their animals so our first um our first customers were dispensary patients, actually, that were giving the product to their animals, and then it just grew from there.
1: And so, where are you selling um, your treatables right now?
3: Treatables are sold mostly in pet stores across the country. Um, we do have a, a small percentage of our business um, that uh, contains, you know, dispensaries, but mostly it's uh, pet stores across the country, and then also Does- in the UK and in Canada.
1: That's was my next question that I saw that you were branching out to the UK. So in UK and Canada, um, can people get them just in pet stores like they can in the US? Yeah,
3: um, the UK is a smaller distributor, but yeah, that's basically how they would uh, purchase the product is uh, over e-commerce or going into a pet store there.
1: Nice. And so do the bigger um, chains here in America, do they carry your line like Petco or PetSmart? Um, no, neither. Or is it I, mostly mom and pop type places? Um, it's
3: it's a bit of both. It's uh, you know definitely a lot of mom and pop stores, and then we do have some chains. A Pet Food Express here in California carries the product, and then we've got uh, a few or smaller chains across the country carrying the product. Um, you know, we hope to be in the the bigger box stores one day, but we also recognize that you know this product line requires education in the retail store, and we want to make sure that our customers are able to provide that type of uh, education and knowledge around the product line and around the science. Um, that needs to be relayed to you know the end customer. So that, that's our only wish with working with bigger stores is we can make sure that we can fill that gap with education. That'll be important.
1: Yeah, I think that's really important um, because I know there are some situations where CBD might not be best to be used if an animal is on certain medications is what I've heard. Um, Is that true or is that something that's a myth right now?
3: I mean, it's, it's one of many areas that we need more research about. Um, I can only tell you what our customers are telling us. Our customers are telling us that they use the um, cannabinoid product alongside the pharmaceutical meds and there's no issues. Um, you know, the, the chemicals that are in these products are totally non toxic and they're safe, they're not habit forming, mm-hmm. um, and they don't have side effects. Um, and what they're they're doing is they're basically activating the endocannabinoid system to do what it's already doing every day, as we live and breathe. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. having these products alongside uh, pharmaceutical meds ha- has not been an issue, and we've been in business for five and a half years now, and we get. Uh, testimonials all the time now again it's just another area that needs more research though there's a lot of questions that are unanswered due to the lack of research
1: yeah and that's really tragic so what in what ways can uh, CBD help animals
3: Well, you know, our product is a a full plant extract from the plant. So it contains uh, not only CBD, but about five other active cannabinoids. And uh, we believe uh, pretty strongly in the entourage effect. And we know that it's it's very real and that these chemicals working together are going to have a more profound effect than giving CBD alone. Um, so, the, the types of results that we see uh, probably the number one reason for um, pet guardians purchasing this product would be for anxiety all types of anxiety, separation anxiety, anxiety around going to the vet or going to get groomed, Uh, you name it, any type of anxiety that comes up for animals. That's the number one reason people are purchasing this product. Uh, The second reason would be for pain and inflammation um, of the joints, uh, all types of pain and inflammation from injury, uh, joint inflammation. Uh, hip dysplasia, any of those types of disorders that involve joint inflammation and pain, that would be the second largest group of uh, customers. And then after that, there's just a ton of other conditions that we hear about all the time from our customers that are treating their animal for a variety of conditions. you know the endocannabinoid system is just so directly involved with other systems throughout the body, and this is why there's quite a few conditions that can be addressed with these products. Uh, but but those ones that I mentioned are really the main uh, the main reasons people are purchasing these products.
1: Yeah, I know that I use um C B D for my dogs for anxiety because there's times, just certain times of the year, like fourth of July, when they get anxious. Um, or just sometimes they just get nervous if people mm-hmm. are coming over. So we just use a little bit of your treats and your treats are amazing. They really are high quality. And so what was your first product? Like what was the first thing that you developed for um animals? Was it dog treats or yeah, was it the, the dog chews are
3: the actually the first product that we developed? Um, And then after that, we started developing our dropper bottles and capsules. Um, Those are also really popular Mm -hmm. because they can be used for any species. Um, And then we're developing a soft chew for dogs and soft chew for cats. Uh, Right now, it's going to be released in the next few months, along with single-dose ready packs. They're just single-serving oil uh, doses for animals on the run. So lots of new fun stuff
1: coming up. That's great. And I know that you have mentioned um, horses too. And I know that uh, through my work with animals, I get a lot of people asking me about CBD for horses, but I know nothing about CBD for horses. And I wondered if you could just sure. touch on that a little bit. Yeah, I mean,
3: horses have an endocannabinoid system just as all animals. So it's, it's really a matter of dosage. Um, we suggest one milligram for every 10 pounds, no matter what the species uh, horses that are using our product. Mm-hmm generally take anywhere from 25 to 75 milligrams per dose. Um, and they, you know, they benefit greatly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, racehorses have a lot of pain and inflammation. So our product is used uh, by a lot of racehorses. Um, and then just, you know, farm animals in general we we heard uh, a couple weeks ago that one of the wildlife safaris um, over in um, Oregon started giving our product to one of the bears that has osteoarthritis and they've had great success treating a bear um, the bear is getting about 225 milligrams a day uh, so that's been really fun to watch um, how that animal is you know feeling better not dragging his hind legs anymore uh, and that's time we've heard oh, of wow. the product being given to a bear. So it's pretty exciting.
1: That's really exciting. I actually have connections with a wildlife um, rescue in Florida and you just have inspired me. I'm going to take a couple bottles over to her because she has some geriatric um, animals. She has a bear. Um, she actually had a um, black panther that or Black Leopard, sorry, that just passed away. And he would have benefited greatly from this. And I feel bad I didn't even think about that. That's amazing. Wow, that must make you feel so good to hear that.
3: Absolutely. And I mean, most people don't think about it. And these folks at the safari in Oregon, they just... I uh, went to one of our stores out there and picked up the product, so we didn't even really know about it until afterwards. Um, and of course, we were just really excited because they're you know these animals are proving scientists right, and scientists have known that all animals have receptors for cannab- mm-hmm. you know, for cannabinoids. We produce endocannabinoids, so it's just um, it's really awesome to see it in effect with species that we wouldn't normally think to give it to.
1: Yeah, that's really really wonderful. So I know that in your work um helping animals, you also help um rescues financially with some of your um proceeds. And so do you want to just explain a little bit about what you're doing with charities, um animal charities?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been involved with working with rescues since day one because, you know, like the Milo Foundation here in the Bay Area, they've been using our product for quite a few years now. Uh, We love any opportunity that we get to give the product to multiple animals that are under the same roof because it's a great way to collect data and also just observe the product working on, on so many different animals at once. Um, so we've been working with um, you know quite a few shelters and rescues across the country. Um, we've got a special partnership with the Villalobos Rescue Center in Louisiana, uh, whereby we've co-branded a product with them. It's uh, basically a tribute to Tater Tot, who's on the Pitbulls and Paroles TV show <laughs> alongside Mariah. and the rest of the crew. Um, And basically for every bag of the tater tots treatables that we sell, we're donating a dollar back to Villalobos.
1: Wow. That is a huge donation. That's amazing. Now, For the audience, in case they don't know, um, Villa Lobos, do you want to share a little bit about them? I know who they are. I watched the show before, but some some listeners might not know.
3: Yeah, sure. So the TV show Pitbulls and Parolees basically profiles a rescue called the Villa Lobos Rescue Center. It's based in Louisiana, and um, it's basically a family. They do an amazing job of rescuing pitbulls. Um, In Louisiana. And, you know, they've got over 600 dogs at their facility. They contacted us a few years ago asking about using our product because the animals there just get very, very anxious with the um, thunderstorms that come all the time. So Mm -hmm. we sent them product a few years back. They started using it for basically all the animals there and had really good results, not only with the anxiety, but with, you know, the inflammation and the pain and the mobility issues and any other things that that were coming up for these animals. And they just basically started giving it to all the pit bulls there. And, you know, we love being able to help uh, rescues because we think that the product actually helps to um, get them connected with their forever homes because when animals are anxious or when they have health problems especially chronic health problems that are hard to treat that require medication all of those things actually make animals harder to adopt out. So if we can help these animals feel better, remove their anxiety, bring their health back, restore their health, they're going to find their forever home faster. And that's that's a big part of the mission. The other part of the mission with Via Lobos is we just want to raise funds because they spend a half a million dollars a year on their vet bills for all those animals. So if we can um, provide product and donation money so that they can pay the vet bills, then they're going to just be that much more successful at adopting out those dogs.
1: Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, an anxious dog is a hard dog um, to adopt out because people come in and they see the dog jumping up and barking and just acting crazy. And they think, and that's not really who the dog Mm -hmm. is. It's just who the dog is in that situation um, and who wouldn't be. So that's a really beautiful gift to be able to give that dog's you know, those dogs some peace and to be able to help them out. I can't imagine how much money they need to continue all the wonderful work they've been doing. And they've been around for a very long time. They used to be um, down in San Bernardino Mm -hmm. or somewhere, didn't they, in California? Yeah, they
3: started off rescuing wolves, actually. Mariah was, uh, or Mariah's mom was uh, rescuing wolves. (laughs) I think she still does a certain amount of that. So, yeah.
1: Wow really wonderful organization. It's so great to hear that you're supporting them and in such a big way too. A dollar a, a bag is a huge donation. You just don't hear about companies doing that. So, so bravo to you. I really applaud Thank you for you. that. We're trying um, to
3: sell 5,000 bags a month if we can. That's our goal. So um, yeah, for anybody who's looking to make a donation and buy a great product, that's, that's the product to get.
1: And they can find that on your website. And um, that's, is it, called, can you say it's the name called, of that bag? Yeah, it's it, isn't it, like tater, tater Tots, tater tots
3: uh, Sweet Potato Tater Tots, mm-hmm. basically. They're Tater Tots treatables. And um, it, it comes in the large size chews. So they're the four milligram chews. They're designed for large dogs, but you can give them to small dogs. You break mm-hmm. them in half. Um, but yeah, it's a very popular product. It's sweet potato flavor. So it's really yummy.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. So I really hope our listeners um, go out and grab a bag if they have dogs or get one as a gift, because it's a really great organization. And it's so wonderful that you're doing that to support them. And so, so in all your amazing work, what has been the most surprising reaction to your product line, both positive and negative? (sighs)
3: Well, sometimes the reaction if if people this doesn't happen as much anymore cuz people seem to be so much more educated about it, but we used to get a lot, oh, now we're going to get our dogs high, you know, okay. It's just like dog joints for doggies. Right. Just that you know, typical misconception <laughs> about it and it usually elicits, you know, a lot of giggles and jokes and stuff and then you know, we have to tell them, well, there's nothing in this product that's going to get your dog high. So if you're looking to do that, the, this this <laughs> You're not going to find it here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I know. You know, it's it's really surprising. I think being in the industry, I just think everybody knows what CBD is. Yeah. But when you go out and talk to people, they have no idea that there's this amazing product that could help them and help their animals. And um, so I'm so glad that you're doing this. And you have a lot of great resources on your website and we should tell everybody what that website is um treatables.com and treatables is t-r-e-a-t-i-b-l-e-s.com and on there you can read all about villa lobos you've got some great resources just about um, on faqs on how to use your product which i think is great and then all about your animal rescues too So is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? Um, Any more call to actions? I know that's great that we highlighted Tater Tots special treats, (laughs) but is there anything else you'd like to share?
3: Well, there's been a new
1: development in our business.
3: Uh, We recently started actually growing our own hemp. So we're growing hemp in four states right now in Oregon, Colorado, South Carolina, and Kentucky. And uh, that's been really exciting development for us. It's going to, um, basically uh, enable us to maintain a proprietary formula for our product which is really important uh we're, we're really keen on offering the best product out there and having like the richest cannabinoid profile of all products mm-hmm. um so uh check us out come check out our website check us out on social media and um Always uh, look for look for interesting new developments too because we like to provide information to our customers about all the legalities and compliance and mm-hmm. um, all of those issues too. So those are all resources on the website.
1: And they're constantly changing um, in this space. So it's always good to stay updated and it's wonderful that you're offering that to everyone. And I'm definitely going to be checking it out more and definitely um, visit you on your um your social media and what are your social media handles? What is your uh, Instagram? It's
3: basically treatables at for everything. So you can find us pretty easily, but remember treatables is spelled T-R-E-A-T-I-B-L-E-S.
1: Instead of an A there. Yep. Great. And you've got some wonderful pictures. I mean, even if you're if, I mean, you almost forget about what what the Instagram is for because the pictures are so freaking cute of all these wonderful dogs and people with their animals. I love it. It's it's one of the best Instagrams that's oh, out thanks. there. It's so cute.
3: So, yeah, we have a lot of fun with it. It's, it's We love engaging with our customers and giving them a chance to share their stories. And then we learn a lot from our customers too. And I think our customers learn from other customers too with the posts that they're reading and looking at. So we, we love it.
1: Oh no, definitely. It's, I mean, you're just offering so much and we're so grateful to you for all the wonderful work you're doing, Juliana. I mean, it's, it's just amazing. You're such a busy woman. I don't even know how you have time for all the things you do, but you're just doing an amazing job. So thank you so well, thank much.
3: Thank you. That's really kind of you. I appreciate that. And I don't do any of it alone, by the way, I've got a fantastic team <laughs> that's, you know, right here with me making it all happen. Um, uh,
1: well, that's great. Yeah. Well, you know, kudos to all of you for the wonderful work because it's it's not only about, you know, coming into the space and treating people. We also have to treat the animals um, too. And it's it's a really wonderful service that you're offering. Thank you. Well,
3: I appreciate that.
1: Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, we just really appreciate you and your time. And to everyone who's listening, please do go out and visit treatables.com. If you are inspired, and I hope you are, please buy one of Tater Tot's bags. I know that I'm going to get off right now and go do it myself, and I encourage everyone else to, too, because it's a great cause um, to support Villa Lobos and also support treatables and all the beautiful line of products that she has. Um, you know, Juliana uh, generously donates to other rescues, too. So when you support treatables, you're also supporting a really wide network of people and animals. So thank you everyone so much. Thank you thank so you. much, Juliana.
0: Thanks for listening to Your Highness Podcast. If you would like to be featured in a future episode or would like to inquire about possible sponsorship, email your podcast at gmail.com. That's your podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at highnesspodcast. That's at highnesspodcast. Thanks again.